If you've driven down the A45 in the last couple of years, you've probably driven past Rushton Lakes. You can't miss it. It's a brand new shopping village built around a huge lake. In the summer, you can eat at one of the cafes out on the boardwalk and watch the pedalos and the canoes from Canoe 2 lap their way around the water. So if I was to say it or anyone else was to say it, it is unique and it is beautiful. So um, obviously it's it all evolves around a lake, Skewbridge Lake, and then all the lakes that then go on from that. It's an open air um, shopping centre, for want of a better word. It's an, it's an outdoor retail park. This is Donna. She's the centre manager here at Rushton Lakes. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm Donna, Donna French, and uh, my title is centre manager at Rushton Lakes. So I've been there for just over 12 months. It was 12 months in December. And uh, my role um, is to uh, work with my direct team, which is a marketing manager, retail liaison manager, operations manager, um, and uh, a member of staff in admin. As the centre manager, Donna and her team are responsible for literally everything that goes on on this site day to day. So uh, our, our job on it, on the whole, is uh, to be the uh, you know the communicators, the support network for every business that is down at Rushton Lakes. Um, and my role over and above that is actually to be the connectivity to the community and all the surrounding areas. That link to the community that Donna talks about is an important one, linking the development to the surrounding towns. And while they might think that Rushton Lakes is only home to the big boys like Nex and Marks and Spencers, as we'll find out in this episode, there's a number of other smaller independent businesses on site who have been experiencing their own challenges this last 12 months as well. A job like this can be a tough one. When you're right at the centre of everything, you can pretty much guarantee that each day will be filled with lots of people wanting your attention and time to deal with issues. And over the last 12 months, that list of issues has probably been pretty long at times. We'll find out how Donna and the team reacted next. This is Recovery Through Enterprise, a podcast where we meet some of the amazing small and medium-sized businesses that call the East Northamptonshire region home. You can find out more on the Recovery Through Enterprise project and the range of support and assistance to local businesses by visiting our website at recoverythroughenterprise.co.uk or find out more by visiting the dedicated pages on Facebook and LinkedIn. In the meantime, to make sure you don't miss any future episodes of the series, please be sure to subscribe to us in your podcast app of choice. And for now, thanks for joining us. It's great to have you with us. Anyone that's spent any time at the lakes will have their own particular favourite among the shop fronts. But for Donna, she's pretty clear about what the draw is here. What draws people to Rushton Lakes um, is exactly that word. It is the lakes. Um, people just want to walk the lake. Um, there's a lot of nature um, happening, um, a lot of involvement with Wildlife Trust, whether you want to go bird watching or, you know, if you want to go bat watching, whatever it is, a dawn chorus, um, then they're, they're there and available to help you see beyond a path. And outside of that, as we've mentioned, there's also a whole world of shopping and eateries that you can take advantage around the outside of the lake as well. So about 95 businesses in total um, is, is what uh, we cater for. Um, we have a few, uh, a few vacancies at the moment, but um, certain interest. Um, and we also have the East North Hants um, Enterprise Hub as part of Rushton Lakes, um, with uh, Made in Northampton working out of there as well. While we don't want to give too much free advertising to some of the bigger names on the high street, Donna is quick to point out right at the start of our conversation the number of independent local businesses that have set up on the site over the last few years as well. We are more weighted towards um, high street. Um, okay. 
So um, if we're looking at um, our um, independence, I mean, I wouldn't want to miss any, um, but, you know, there's, there's independence that people don't realise that are independent. So Robert Goddard, um, you know, double-fronted, lovely shop, um, and, you know, they are an independent, people don't realise that. Um, and then you go along to Mooch, um, and you've got Magazine Heaven, and these are places that they do look so fantastic as a shop that you think that they are multiples, um, but they're only on a small multiple. Magazine Heaven is a one, one and only. Um, you've got Blue Mountain yards um as you're going along um lounges is another one um whereby you know and then bewitch bewitch coffee you know local northampton started off as one um up to about 15 now mm. um so there's places aj cycles huge corner um you know corner store up there um on uh, on terrace d um for ourselves and uh, you know that is a, that's an independent as well Right from opening, the presence of these local independent businesses was a key part of the strategy for Rushton Lakes. Yeah, it's really important. And with working with the Crown Estate, um, then they they want to support the uh, the local area. Um, and uh, a- anything that's independent, in my eyes, it gives it creates an experience. So independence, um, you know, they, they do create an experience because they they turn over their stock more. They um, they have a. a, a a point of difference because if you go to Marks and Spencers um, then every Marks and Spencers you go into today will have exactly the same table at the front with Valentine's on every single one will if you go into an independent there will be a totally different offering that you haven't seen before so it it creates those impulsive buys She's right. As anyone that's enjoyed a cake from the Bewitch Cafe or maybe spent some time browsing the miles of exotically covered magazines in Magazine Heaven can attest, these genuinely are experiences that someone elsewhere in the country isn't getting to enjoy. Just yet, at least. And on top of that focus of bringing local businesses into the development and putting them in front of the high footfall, Donna and her team also have another responsibility that she feels is key to her work day to day. From a community point of view, I work with Rushton and Hyam Council. I work with Nenscape. Um, so we're really linking up to the local areas um, and such as, you know, as, as we're doing now um, to make sure that we are sharing our footfall is, is how I say it. Um, we have a vast footfall that comes into uh, Rushton Lakes, about, roughly about 120,000 uh, people a week on a normal week. Um, so we want to share that footfall, um, any connectivity we can do um, to share that footfall in the surrounding areas. Over the last 12 months then, Donna and her team have had a pretty full plate helping this array of businesses deal with the ins and outs of the pandemic situation, having to adapt oftentimes in real time as they scrambled to react to a change in situation. So so lockdown. So obviously March the 22nd, 23rd. Um, it's yeah, a it date was, etched in infamy at this point, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it, was, it? It was quick. Um, it was very, very quick. Um, we thought we were prepared for it. Um, and um, once it hit, it was quite shocking. So um, once the first um, lockdown happened, um, we supported um, the essential stores. So Holland and Barrett stays open, Magazine Heaven stays open, um, Boots stays open, AJ Cycles, Decathlon. So the, these, and, and uh, Marks and Spencers, so these essential stores could stay open. With the essential stores up and running then, next on the to-do list was the food and drink establishments on site who were all desperate to reopen their doors for takeaway. 
what the food and beverage uh, businesses were not aware of, because it wasn't overly clear from the government, was, yes, they can do takeaway, but how do they do it? So we immediately started to support them. So gradually, by five guys sort of led the way, then gradually by the end of the first lockdown, um, we did have the the, the food and beverage um, team who could do it, doing their takeaway coffees, um, etc., This idea of learning and collaborating and working together was a fruitful one and speaks again to the theme of togetherness and collective spirit that Donna saw on site throughout this period. So when it came to reopening, um, reopening, we had worked flat out. So we had it completely COVID safe. We had all the COVID signage up. Um, Anything that anybody needed, we had advice to support them. And all of the shops um, were brilliant. They'd all got their own COVID packages um, that that they'd got with their hand sanitizers. So um, we all learned together and we all shared together um, along that journey. As it was then, while 2020 likely wasn't the year that anyone, big or small, on the development was expecting, everyone made it to the end of the year in one piece, with no unplanned moves or closures throughout the period. In early 2021, as we recorded this interview, Donna's already looking forward to what the rest of the year holds and remains confident that retail will be bouncing back strongly as the months progress. I'll answer this personally. So out of role and out of anything, I will answer this personally because I did a lot of work on this um, the year prior to um, starting this job and within uh, my retail role as well. Um, It will bounce back. So at this moment in time, we've all been funneled into no other option, but you needed to go online if you needed to buy something. We've been shoehorned into that. So, you know, we know that we've we've ended up now where where we should be in five years time from a an online shopping figure. We're already there. So we've shot us. You know, the trajectory has gone five years ahead. Um, will that drop off? Yes, it will. So even if we're sitting at a 30 percent high of online shopping, that still means that majority 70% of all shopping is done in bricks and mortar. And with one eye on that latent demand, the team are already starting to make plans for new opportunities for this year to develop both the experience on site and the links between the site and the local communities that it serves. Um, so, um, but we don't have anything um, planned in from an activity point of view. Um because we don't know what's happening from a COVID um, point of view. It is still with us. We're not out of the woods yet. Sure. Um, so, and, and also there's the, you know, there's the apprehensions and disappointments that you're planning things and obviously you need to cancel them. Um, so at the moment, we're more looking at um, commercialisation. So commercialisation are pop-up opportunities um, across the site. So uh, we would be more looking at commercialisation and having a you know a six-month pop-up of something um, on the site um, is, is what we'd, we would be looking at. And again, that generates a new experience for people who are coming um, to uh, to Rushton Lakes. The, the collaboration will just grow and grow. I mean, we've got, you know, um, Chester Farm um, looking to, you know, will be opening. So instantly, you know, if we can get the, the, the greenway in place, then instantly people would walk. We, we have walkers. You know, they would walk from us to Chester Farm. They wouldn't get back in their car. Um, and so you, they've then got a, a, an audience, a captive audience with us. And it's how do we communicate that? Um, so everything we do, um, we reach out um, to the uh, to the local community to make sure that we that we link in. Marilyn Monroe said that happiness is not in money, but in shopping. And if that's true, then by the time foot falls back to its normal levels through 2021, 
Donna and her team and the independent businesses that call Rushton Lakes home are going to be equally busy this year, sharing some of that happiness around. You can find more information on the development by visiting the website at rushtonlakes.com. A big thank you for joining us on this episode of Recovery Through Enterprise. Don't forget you can find out more about the range of support and assistance available to businesses across the East Northamptonshire region by visiting our website at recoverythroughenterprise.co.uk or by finding us on social media by checking out the dedicated pages on LinkedIn and Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to make sure you receive future episodes in this series. But for now, thanks for joining us. It was great to have you. This podcast was a production of So Very Creative. You can find out more on our website at soverycreative.com. Next time on Recovery Through Enterprise. We were so busy during the day and we were working sort of 12 hours a day before we even started talking about doing tasting. And so we only introduced them in um, around sort of October time, started doing them. We, we did an odd one and then we started in, um, adding them in. When his wholesale business was hit by restaurant closures, Philip and white merchants looked to the internet for an answer. Next time. <laughs>